Welcome, everybody, to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Today, we are going to talk about the alien prophets of the Bible and being taken up by God. Now, this is something I've talked about, you know, I think in depth for a while. Uh, but today, I wanted to specifically read some of these stories. Uh, talking about Elijah and the whirlwind, as well as Enoch walking with God and then being no more. Um, now these have these just coincide so beautifully, guys, with so many different uh, testimonials of people that have been, uh, you know, abducted by extraterrestrials, that type of thing. I'm not here to prove or disprove anything. I'm just here to explore the what ifs, the potential connections and really open up the heart and the mind around all of these supernatural things. Hence, the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. If at any point you love what I'm saying today and you want to support me, you can drop stars, you can drop gifts, you can drop super thanks over on YouTube or a gift on the podcast platform over on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. Thank you guys so much for the support. You can also hit up my website at www.cubcooker.com, C-U-B, K-U-K-E-R.com. We have two patron support tiers over there I'll talk about later in the broadcast. So jumping right into it, we got Jim in the house. What's up, my friend? Um, my TikTok videos um, are on my TikTok page, uh, uh, Mr. Tagmaster. Uh, completely love what you're sharing. Jay Spirit says, thank you so much, my friend. Um, let's see. Uh, user 62 says, love it. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Jay Spirit, for the roses. Appreciate that. So I'm going to jump into Second Kings here. We're going to talk about Elijah. Um, and now right off the bat in Second Kings chapter 2, it says, When Yahweh was about to take Elijah up by a whirlwind into heaven, Elijah went with uh, Elsha from Gabal. Elijah said to uh, Elsha, or Elisha, Please wait here, for Yahweh has sent me to Bethel. Elisha said, uh, As Yahweh lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The sons and the prophets who were at Bethel came to uh, Elshia uh, and said to him, Do you know that Yahweh will take away your master from your head today? So right away, I think we immediately like we we do the religiosity, the churchianity on all of this. And we go, you know, oh, this is a holy thing that happened, you know, and we got to remember holy means set apart. It's different. It's not the, the idea of holy um, is not really something um, that we understand today. I think we've like put the idea of holy on things and we think that they are like reverent or like they are somehow godly. And I think there's a huge difference between something that's holy and something godly. I think that extraterrestrial paranormal phenomenon is very holy. I think it is set apart. I think it is very clearly not of this world. But I do not necessarily believe that it is godly. Um, and what I want to talk about godly in the form of one of the things that I hold on this channel personally in my life as well. Um, is the existence of the supreme being, which would be the spirit slash source within all things. Now, the way I personally define that in my life is the spirit being the awareness of the divinity and the source being the power of the divinity. I believe that's present within you and me and every single person on this planet, uh, within all intelligent living entities. All of the connections are made through everything on the planet and in the universe as one divine mind. And that's personally what I hold. Um, and so that's that's how I'm going to be approaching this. So just so you know, this is a universal message. It's not a religious message whatsoever. Um, I grew up within a Christian household and uh, had have been what I would consider a Christian my whole life, though I don't know that I would necessarily identify that as uh, anymore. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't absolutely vibe on the message of Jesus and very, very much explore his message as well as the message of Buddha, Krishna. Um, we go through a lot of that different stuff, different higher forms of mindsets, um, different systems of uh, spiritual ascension. And so that's one of the things I do here. Uh, faith, spirituality, and the paranormal in love and respect to all walks of life, faith, religion, tradition, race, and orientation. 
literally, I love you as long as you're here and you're kind and you're loving um, and you, you leave respectful, meaningful comments. Um, even if you disagree with me, that's fine. Uh, but you don't have to call me names. So uh, just be kind and loving to everybody. Honestly, I don't care what you call me. Just be nice to the people in the community. So um, let's see. I'm proud of you, says uh, I love how they look so unique and beautiful. Um, so yeah, like this is all my artwork guys, you know, obviously not a real photo back here, but this is just kind of like a really cool, um, like it was kind of my take on a gray alien, I guess. Uh, but more of like a really wise blue alien. Like I, the, the way I'm envisioning this and sorry about the dog barking guys. It's, it's just one of those cr crazy days. I've gotten really, let me stop for a second. I've gotten really distracted lately is we build this community out and I'm, I'm perpetually in, um, the, the way of, of, of attempting to build this community because otherwise I won't show up here. Literally, I've got to go get a job or I've got to start my business back up or try to do something to make ends meet. And it, and it ultimately will distract me from what I'm doing here. The research that I do, like the really mind opening, mind bending, uh, videos that I bring here. And I think I bring a very unique perspective that I just genuinely, I cannot do in my free time. I spend, you know, eight to 10, sometimes 12 hours a day working on research, artwork, building this out, like doing everything and, and then just taking care of the community. And I've gotten very distracted with that lately. And now I'm like recommitted to just like keep bringing content. And like, I'm, I'm here to trust you guys if you vibe with what I'm doing, hit up my website and join one of the support levels. Like literally all the value is in there. You, you can get into the, the Facebook group that we have and the chat and the community discussion. You can get into that and our course that I offer. You can get into, um, it's kind of my own mystery school. Uh, as we as live calls every week with that. Like it, nobody else is offering this kind of value with their support memberships. I've looked at many, many different creators and you know, some people for $50 a month, you get a live call with them or $100 a month or whatever. And guys, we're doing it at 29 bucks a month is the top tier and $9 a month is the entry tier. So like you, you cannot, you cannot go wrong if you love what I'm doing and getting into one of those because it, it ensures that I show up tomorrow and keep doing this. And I, the reason I mention that now is because the dog is barking now. And back when I was just like, Boom, boom, boom. I was pounding out live streams. We were growing so much and engaging with the community. Um, I was doing videos every single day, like just boom, boom, boom. It was just, it was incredible. Huge boom in our growth. It's like every day something was weird. Like somebody would come to the door. The train would be honking the whole time. The dogs would be barking. Like there are, I would feel like there's just weird energies. And it's like something's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go live. Don't communicate with your community. Don't be a part of that. Like, and it's just like, and so I've talked a lot about the negative alien agenda and I've talked a lot about like the God of the Bible and like the God of this world being, being that Satan energy, that, that, um, accusatory energy that's always like speaking out against like, uh, love and light. And so it manifests in many different ways. And I sometimes say, you know, the matrix is a ripple in it today, or it's throwing something at us or whatever. What's up, Missy? How are you doing, my friend? Yes, absolutely. Missy in the house. we got a lot of Mythos family in here today. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, love you guys. Uh, Mythos is our entry-level supporter membership, and then Charisma is our um, top-shelf uh, membership. So $9 a month, $29 a month. Uh, I am going to be pushing that stuff a lot, but I'm also going to be live streaming a lot and bringing a lot of videos your way. So that's ultimately why we're doing this. So getting back into this, um, I want to talk about Yahweh, like the, the God Yahweh, um, is something that like millions of people hold to be the, the one true God of the universe. But if you actually look at his characteristics in the old Testament and in a lot of other literature, um, including like Mesopotamian and Sumerian and Canaanite mythologies, um, you know, he's not named specifically, he's named specifically in the, I think it's the Canaanite mythologies, uh, but he's Enlil in the Sumerian mythologies um, or the Babylonian texts, the cuneiform tablets, if you will. Um, and so we get like a very different picture if you really just look at the attributes of that Yahweh character. Um, and then you get into like the Tetragrammaton and everything, which is like the, you know, YHWH. Um, and a lot of people hold that like, you know, he's the creator of the universe because he's the creator of us because... Uh, there's even a whole video series going around about how his name is written on our DNA and everything. And 
like yeah because he terraformed and genetically modified humanity to be uh under his code of conduct under his um matrix system like this matrix system belongs to the god of this world and that's what i've been saying for a long time and so whether you believe this literally and you're like yes there's an alien in the sky doing this or you believe it's an energy or you believe it's a manifest god that we literally are creating because we are actually the true god um whatever you um whatever you hold with this i i hope that this train of thought can kind of take you in a positive direction of uh, potentially deconstructing from a few uh, harmful belief systems. Um, and I say that because they were very harmful to me. And so I'm not here to step on anyone's faith today, but really just say like, you know, look at this and like, do you really want that guy as your dad? Or do you want like what Jesus spoke of and like what Buddha spoke of and Krishna spoke of, like this supreme being, the source in spirit and in truth uh, that is in and through all things? Because that's just clearly not what we have in the Old Testament represented with this Yahweh character. And even Jesus in the New Testament, he said, you know, you serve your father because you do the will of your father who is Satan. And and so that's like, it's very, very clear, like kind of what that is. And then even Yahweh, like the beast in Revelation is described in several ways as a bear, like leopard, uh, lion, those type things. Um, and so, or maybe it's not a lion. I can't remember exactly. I've got all the, I've done videos on all these, so. Um, it gets hard to start connecting them all at a certain point. But um, so really it shows that like the beast system, the antichrist is basically a copy of the true Christ, which Jesus revealed to us, which is all of us together as a singular child of God. Like there's no difference between you and me. Our ego is what gives us a seemingly unique soul and spirit when really it is one one entity that we get to join back into and really the god of this world wants to keep us on the incarnation wheel which um if you look at the old law the old spiritual law and i don't even want to say spiritual i want to say religious law in the old testament and you see that it is um and it even talks about i believe it's in the new testament that it's the law that that leads to sin and death like that's what it is um it doesn't help anything like it doesn't release anybody um, and so to get off that reincarnation wheel where you're not just coming back here and farming your energy, your thoughts, like remember that thoughts and psychic energies are ultimately what these entities can use to harvest. Um, because when we give them glory and we give them praise and honor and stuff like that, um, then ultimately it builds their kingdom because they're just harvesting psychic energy. Um, we look into the Sumerian mythologies, we see that they were harvesting more than that. They were harvesting genetic materials, uh, sacrifices. They were harvesting um, things like gold and silver for their technologies and for their their consciousness. Because they understand, you know, even Jesus talked about like where two or more are gathered. Uh, you know, so the, the psychic energy coming together and creating that agreement, like, they get it guys and so that's really what i want to talk about today is like um enoch and uh elijah and we've got a bunch of others there was like seven i talked about yesterday i'm gonna talk about two specific ones today that if we were to read this story in like a 1950s sci-fi novel this would like really really take on a different tone and so uh this tone would would potentially be uh, something like this and I'm going to jump over here to the Enoch um, and so let's see if I can find it let me go back come on computer uh, so this verse is Genesis 5 21 through 24 it says Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah after Methuselah's birth Enoch walked with God for 300 years and became the father of more sons and daughters. All the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not found, and God took him. Now, I, I want to talk about, A, the, the weirdly long lifespan here. And I think that, like, a common, I, I want to say misconception, and maybe somebody can prove me wrong with this, but, but for me, I think that I grew up thinking that Bible people lived for 900 years, just everybody, like everybody's kid and grandma lived for 900 years. 
because that was like what we were supposed to live for. And then because of sin, we don't live as long. And then we got to have Jesus and like, you know, kind of this weird, uh, you know, circle thing that we've got to keep running on there. Uh, and so like for me, I really wanted to point out that like when you look at the ages of certain people in the Bible, they're like certain lines. And a lot of them are connected to the lines of people that were taken away. Now, why is that? Because, um, again, and I don't understand, I don't understand who's who and the what's what of it, but I do, I have begun to understand that within the biblical canon, it connects to a lot of other mythologies. And within those mythologies, there are divine genetic lines. And I am not talking about any race that's alive today. I'm not talking about anyone's identity or any tradition or anything like that. I'm talking about the actual um the ones that were literally children of the gods like think about this guys that's where we get yeah absolutely samuel it is hypocrisy I, my my channel is a, a, a hypocrisy it is um what, what do you want to call this channel it's um blasphemy you know whatever you want to call it heretical it's heretical um so yeah it, it's all those things put together so welcome welcome this is the the best heretical channel channel on the interweb so um, anyway, so, uh, but for me, you know, it's like, why do we have these kind of patriarchs, uh, that are living for so long and then they're taken up and they are no more. And we've got a lot, um, a lot of different stories of that. So what's up, Tyler June? How are you, my friend? Um, <laughs> demolition says Tyler language. Yeah. I don't think Tyler meant to, uh, put that in there so <laughs> yeah she says oops so anyway you know we, we love tyler so um no no she wouldn't put that in the chat i think that was a typo so she said fingers went astray so yeah i totally understand that um let's see uh benjamin asks jacob cooker do you literally do this for money well i mean benjamin do you literally go to work for money like do you literally have a service or a trade or anything that you have for for money i mean i'm a content creator youtuber tiktoker facebooker whatever you want to call me uh so yeah i mean i make a living doing this i have zero issue with that by the way you guys can say whatever you want i have no problem with that like literally you want me to show up here there's got to be an exchange involved so and I, nobody pays for this. this is all free uh, but you guys that come at me, I don't know why I keep getting that like so much lately. I think it's me testing me like just to like really solidify that like I don't give up. I'm going to ask for money. Like that's literally why I, I'm here because I'm building. This is a, a business. It is a for-profit business. Uh, is not set up as a non-profit. I don't play that game, guys. I pay taxes on everything. I uh, have all of my products and services. All of my support levels are um they're all set up correctly through my company and everything so like i have no issue doing that like why why do you guys why is it cool for the uh you know the the gamers and stuff to sit there and get tips and ask for patron levels and stuff but somebody talks a little bit about aliens and the bible and faith and like mythologies and stuff and like all of a sudden i'm supposed to be held to a different standard other than be a creator like you got like they're in your head they are literally in your head. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zed, for the gifts. God bless you, my brother. Um, so, but seriously, guys, these things are in your head right now. Whether you think they're just energies or they're literal entities or whatever, they sit there and they give you these thoughts. And even if they're not giving you these thoughts, they've already planted those thoughts so deep in the system that you cannot see the light of day because you are so focused on what if someone else is doing something that I don't agree with? What if someone else is living a lifestyle? What if they're happier than me? What if they make more money than me? What if they're talking about things that make me uncomfortable? What if, what if, what if? Rather than going, hey, I don't like this stream. I'm going to go on to the next one. Or, hey, I love this. I'm going to support it. Like, you should be hitting those things. You're never going to find anything by being in the lukewarm middle of like, oh, I don't agree with that. I'm just going to be a jerk about it. Um, so like that, that's exactly what I'm talking about today, guys. So good. Thank you for the example, my brother. Um, because this is what was going on back then too. And I mean, like you look at Jesus coming into this time, they're literally having people pay for salvation. They're feeding the gods by overpaying for 
these sacrifices of living animals, beautiful living animals that Jesus completely understood were divine entities that were all a part of God and are being literally unalived so that they could feed a God that had nothing to do with the truth about what this true spiritual entity that we're all really looking for. And whether you want to call it the universe, you want to call it divine enlightenment, you want to call it source, the supreme being, or God, that's fine. That's up to you. But ultimately, that's what we're all looking for. And ultimately, none of us find what we're looking for until we set into that place of like, you can't even begin to find peace until you come into agreement with the fact that there is an intelligent source that runs through you. And whatever that is, it connects you to all things. People that have gone on medicine journeys understand this. People that have opened their third eye understand this. People that meditate and do yoga understand this. Um, yeah, dude, it kind of does look like E.T. A little bit shorter neck, shorter neck here. Uh, he's he's more of the blue uh, pigment here too. But yeah, it, a little bit of an E.T. vibe. I didn't even catch that. Um, yeah, so of course E.T. is one of my favorite movies. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, yeah, Samuel says consciousness. Uh, absolutely, my friend, absolutely. Um, Y'all ever have dreams about different kinds of extraterrestrials and interdimensional beings? Oh, all the time, absolutely. And I said to a brother in our community earlier, dreams, okay? Like, dreams, are they dreams? Come on, like, are you stepping into another level? Are you stepping into another place? So, what's up, Truth That Travels? How are you, my friend? Loved your stream yesterday. Thanks for joining uh yes source consciousness you won't awaken until you really accept your higher intelligence amen absolutely we are spirits yes we are we are light beings we were a beautiful perfect unified creation that was completely coexisting as the child of god until it was split into pieces planted in the flesh or the clay by the maker god yahweh in the uh garden of eden you can call him yahweh yaldabaoth you can call him uh the demiurge enlil uh, whatever you want. Like there's all, you know, the, the mythologies get mixed, but, um, we, I think one of my biggest secrets, if you guys want to know to like, how do you decode all of this is first off, you take everything that you think, you know, and you agree that, Hey, I know nothing. Like you have to really agree. I know nothing and I'm willing to learn. I want to know the mysteries of the authentic reality and once you really do that and solidify in that like i don't care how uncomfortable it is i don't care what i have to lose what i gain whatever like i have no expectations other than i just want that authentic reality and i want to remember who i really am that's like one of the first places yeah empty your cup absolutely one of the first places to move into there's uh, one of my favorite artists has a song called bowl of light and i love that idea of like you have a bowl of light and it's like and, he, and then the song he says don't put stones in your bowl of light and it's like empty it out pour out all that bs the belief systems of this world all the rocks and stones that are put in you got your job and your church and the construct and relationships and people's opinions guys i've had a lot of those lately i can't tell you how many people's opinions i've had lately opos and i tell you guys all the time when you're reading in the Bible or another mythology or a spiritual book, look at the source. If you look at what the actual man himself said, the actual woman herself said, don't go to other people's opinions around. It. If you're looking at a prophet, if you're looking at, you know, like the stories of Jesus, look at what he said. Don't be looking at what Paul said or what the prophets before him said. Like, look at what he said. Um, and then you look at what the authentic reality is versus what are these alien gods that people were very, very mixed up with. So um, Truth That Travels says, appreciate you stopping by my live, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. So proud of you, my friend. Seriously. You guys go check out Truth That Travels. She's a sister in our community at Truth That Travels. Uh, Melissa is a part of our Mythos community. Sorry for the shout out here, Melissa, but, you, you know, I told you I would shout you out. So. Um, go check out her channel, guys. She's doing some incredible work, like many people in our community are. We have a lot of people that are stepping into to being content creators, being spiritual practitioners, and really taking that next step. And guys, that's what I'm all about here. I show up with the entertainment, then I educate, then I enlighten, and I challenge and encourage you to open your heart and your mind. And that's what I'm all about here every single day. That's why I'm here. Thank you for the fire, my friend. Love you. Appreciate you. 
Um, so with that, you know, just, uh, support our community guys, like support the people in it. If you never give me a dime, love on the people that are in the community, support their channels, support what they're doing, be there to answer questions and have comments and prayer concerns and whatever you guys need. That's ultimately what we are. We are a body of people that are literally just trying to figure this out. And we're to the point where we're like, I don't need the construct to tell me what is what because i think it's proven over and over and over that things don't line up things don't make sense you cannot go and sit in a church and hear about an alien god versus the spirit god because it's just not in the theology you also can't go hang out in a friend group um and then talk about aliens and then really get into the depth of like the texture of what does it mean in correlation with scriptures as well because a lot of people just haven't even studied or looked that deep into it. And maybe you can, maybe you have an, an awesome friend group. Uh, and that's why, you know, we have an awesome friend group here online. So this community, you have access to it, whether you're a supporter or you're here just for free, just because you want to be a part of the community. Um, I don't gatekeep any of these live streams like this. So you guys go, go love each other, go ask questions, ask me questions, whatever I can do to help you on your journey. So, but I mean, here we get into verse 23. It says, all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God and he was not found for God took him. Now think about that. Like literally, like let's go to the sci-fi version of this. And their father lived unusually long for many generations until he was a great, great, great grandfather. And one night he walked into a field and his footsteps stopped. There was a flash of light and he was no more. That very storyline is in numerous movies, books, TV shows. I talked yesterday about an incredible show that I watched um, called The Vast of Night. And I'll retell the story. Spoiler alert here. There's a story with uh, an elderly woman in it who spoke about her son. She talked about how her son, uh, when he was younger, he opened his mouth when he was just a baby and began to speak in heavenly language. Um, and this language she was sitting there speaking and is terrifying. It was very, very creepy uh, when they walked in to interview her. And um, oh my gosh, guys, it it's the same story. And there's so many different testimonies of this. And then you've got the origin story of Noah in the book of Enoch. Uh, it's called the book of Noah. If you haven't read it, it's over in my spiritual bookshop on my website, www.cubcooker.com. Cause I know people are going to ask. Um, and you can read about Noah as a baby. His eyes are shining through the whole house. He had more of a translucent type skin, um, Noah had the angelic tongue from a very, very early age, like literally when he was days old, uh, his father was completely freaked out. Yes. Truth that travels light language. Absolutely. And so, you know, in this movie, these, uh, this kid speaking that light language. And then at like 10 years old, he walks into a field, his footprints stop and she sees a flash of light and he's no more like literally it's the same story. Like, you know, who got it from who? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just because it's a common happening. And you have these prophets back then that at the cradle of civilization, when things were getting going, these gods had a lot to do. They were the angels that were here to actually terraform, to plant life on this planet. Um, and so you hear about angels in the Bible. They're always like, hey, don't be afraid. You think they're like, hey, don't be afraid because they're, you know, these beautiful Greco-Roman supermodels. Like, come on, guys come on like and I, and I say guys because this is me like why am I sitting here for years of my life thinking that angels are anything but these interdimensional beings that have technologies that have different languages that have psychic abilities and that you know we even see with like Moses and the parting of the Red Sea the angel of Yahweh goes forth and does that like the pillar of fire by day uh, or pillar of smoke by day and pillar of fire by night like think about that so uh, interesting fellow says, I want to be like Enoch, but how? Well, I think the question is, do you really want to be like Enoch or do you want to be like Buddha, like Jesus? Uh, like, like who do you really want to be like? And so like for me, uh, I'm not really looking to be taken up. I just want to not have to reincarnate again and be 
taken back into the divine being. Like I want to just remember and rejoin. And if I do reincarnate, I want it to be as a volunteer. And maybe, just maybe, this time I was. I don't know. I know that I'm doing work that I never thought I'd be doing. Um, and it's just the proof is in the pudding, guys. Everybody in the community that's found um, a much higher mindset, enlightenment, love, wellness, um, I'm not saying I'm here to heal anybody guys, but I mean, I think there's a level of like, uh, getting to a place where your soul is well and you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy now. I'm, I'm in a place of repose, you know, rather than a place of, um, confusion and, and loathing because the God that I've constructed is somehow judgmental and I'm not good enough for it. And if you think you're not good enough for your father and your mother, then then that's because they're earthly ones and they're flesh ones and they're manifest out of your own ego, just like these gods were in the times of old. And by the way, the ones that are still in control because this physical planet was constructed by them. So much love, bro. Thank you, Born Daily. There the dogs go again, guys. I don't understand. I mean, it's, you know, I do this. I do this out of love, guys. And, and it, it gets it gets to be rough because you know if it's not that it's people break my heart people are rude and mean and you know it's like at a certain point you'd think i could just take it but um we've got six hundred thousand followers across the interwebs now and i'm very very blessed to have that and i know i'm being prepared for the next level because when we have six million followers that's a whole extra level of management a whole extra level of um, commitment, a whole extra level of just dealing with people's, uh, it's their own trauma that they push on me, unfortunately. So, you know, I make the best decisions I can for this community, but unfortunately at the end of the day, you know, this video will get comments from people, uh, that just literally are unwilling to open their heart and mind to think in this direction. If there's one thing that I'm not, it's dogmatic. It's doctrinal. I'm not here for doctrinal, dogmatic belief systems. I'm not gonna hear. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you know you just need Jesus, but I'm gonna sit here and tell you that you are the child of the divine. You are the the child of the mother and the father, and I fully believe that the father is that power, that energy that runs through. And the mother is the spirit that that receives that the awareness of that, and that when you when you unite both of those and make the two into one, as it says in the Gnostic Gospels, that you alchemize that and you become that pure gold of a soul, of an intellect, of an awareness, of a consciousness, and you realize that there is no you, it is we. There is no we, it is the, or it is the I and the am. And I think that's a beautiful place to get to it, just like a beautiful understanding to go, well, wait a minute, we've got we've got a whole lot more potential than we thought. Um, and rather than manifesting gods, maybe we become what we need. And ultimately, we are already what we need because if all of the stories are true, guys, if all the stories are true from every different faith tradition and you boil it down to the actual core of it, the entire idea is that somehow we're special, somehow we're loved, and somehow we get out of this alive. And ultimately, I think that's one of the most beautiful stories ever told. So um, let's see. Yeah, uh, great point, Melissa. So Truth That Travels says um, a C-word stranger um, accused me on uh, social media of working with demons. And guys, I get that all the time. In fact, I get a lot worse than that. That's like, that's kind of where you start. Like you get that at the beginning. Then you get like friends and family calling you. Then you get people that you know and trust, like, you know, telling you you're doing everything wrong. Then you get like your own consciousness, like telling you like you're not good enough. And like, well, what if I am blah, 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 you know? And it's like, then you just get to a place where you're like, you know, I can either come into agreement with all of the noise, all of the other people's opinions, or I can come into agreement with the thing which I started with, which was I'm looking for a higher truth. I'm looking for the authentic reality. I agreed that even if it scared me, I would continue to move forward with it. And that's what I'm doing. So, I mean, Melissa, you too. Like, I mean, anybody that gets into this, anybody that ever does a healing session or touches crystals or uh, looks at the astrology charts or reads tarot or any of that, 
Uh, there's even a movement going around now where a lot of people are quitting that, even if they're like in the universal space and it's not necessarily a Christian space. But if they're just in the universal spirituality space, which is really more where I'm at, I think. But I do, I, I've got a lot of biblical knowledge, so I really try to, you know, kind of delve into that more because I think I have more connections on that than some people do. Not because I'm smart, just because that's my purpose. That's a character I'm playing in this realm right now. Um, and so with that, like, I think that you have to just like put out all of the other people's opinions about it and come into agreement with why'd you come here? Um, because you didn't come here to spit out the same thing everybody else is spitting out. And so that's a message for me, right? Like, and so at the end of the day, other people's opinions and any manifest God out of our ego, like, like who here has an unhealthy view of God right now? Like, let me, let's just raise our hand. I do. I do. Okay. I come up here every day and talk about the difference between an ET God and the spirit and truth God, um, or the source or the universe. Tim says, keep on your path. Only awakening of the mind, uh, of this makes sense, but you are right. Thank you very much, Tim. I appreciate you, my brother. Um, and so like literally guys, I still have an unhealthy view of God because I keep, I questioned, you know, what do I call him? What do I do? Is it a him? Is it a her? Is it a they? And then I, I like go, wait a minute, just talk to the being, the entity that I've spoken with ever since I was a kid, just like a friend that I didn't care what his name was. I didn't care what her name was. I didn't care what, I just knew it loved me. I just knew it loved me. It was love. And ultimately that's all we have to speak with. That's all we have to come into agreement with is that love. And that love will manifest everything we want and need. And it will build us a much better version of what we want in a God and what we need in a God. And ultimately that becomes nothing of the flesh and everything in spirit and in truth, as Jesus was saying. And we start to realize that it is in each other. It is in ourselves. It is in the deepest core of the being. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. Recoil says Anunnaki acted like they were gods. Um, and, and I, I beg the question of like, do we need to just reword it all together guys? Why are we even saying God? Like, it's not like he ever came down and said, call me God, even Jesus and Buddha. Like they talked about source. They talked about spirit. Jesus spoke of his father and spirit and in truth. Uh, there's a lot of evidence to say that, you know, he maybe even talked about like the divine mother we see that Mary Magdalene was like the feminine archetype of the God woman and he was the God man. Um, and so like, I, I just think that we've missed all of the mysteries of these contexts. And again, I'm not, I'm not an, what I would call an expert on all of this, but I'm just dumb enough, I guess, to get up here and say what I think and um, willing to just, uh, I guess, take the daily beating in the comments or whatever. And we've got a lot of great comments, by the way, so don't be afraid to comment or share. Uh, but this is a message that is for everyone, yet there's a lot of people that just don't want to receive it because they're more comfortable holding on to, well, the Bible is the Word of God rather than I'm the Word of God. The Word of God is within me. We are the Christ that we seek. Um, and that's a really, really hard place to come into agreement with. So I know because I'm continuing to come into agreement with it. So... Uh, God told me that love is the only thing that matters. It is what he is. And in turn, we are Amen, Melissa truth that travels beautiful, beautifully said. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to get back to here on this channel is, you know, unfortunately when, when we grow things, you know, there's, there's administrative duties and there's a lot of things to take care of. Um, and, um, I've, I've gotten bogged down in a lot of that and I've done a lot lately to simplify things. And I feel much, much better today about like the direction of everything and just like where, what this really is. Um, and honestly, it's right back to the basics, right back to where I was in the beginning. I'm going to show up here and make content every day. If you want me to show up tomorrow, I need your support. If you are someone who's on a tight budget, a lot of us are, I've got the nine bucks a month. If you are somebody who's like, I don't care what it is, I'm going all in with Cub. I've got the $29 a month, or you can prepay for that and save two months and you get a whole year of that one with all my training materials, hundreds and hundreds of videos. I'm uploading even more this week. Um, the course is mind blowing, literally five star rated by every single person that's taken it. Um, and it's continuing to grow and update. So 
Um, by the time you sign up, you won't even be able to make it through all the content in it. It's it's not meant to be like something you complete and certify in. It's meant to be just a continual something to feed you daily, um, something to feed into your life and get you to rethink about things in your life, rethink about how you view things, rethink about how you read things and understand and perceive and ultimately take you deeper into the mysteries of who you are. That's what my content's for ultimately anyway. But I just go deeper on like some of these higher level subjects and more bite-sized pieces on the course. So um, let's see, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, uh, do you go through the spiritual gifts on the $9 mythos? So um, I don't, I mean, we, we you can certainly ask anything you want in there. And I do uh, behind the scenes videos in there. And I often do like thought experiments in there. And uh, sometimes I'll live stream in there. So um, definitely we have, uh, gone over a lot of that stuff, but the actual course material that has like all the spiritual gift stuff is over in the charisma membership. So, um, that's where like the, the Academy is. So, uh, there's also a private YouTube channel with the mythos membership that's there that has a bunch of my old courses in it. And I do somewhat go over the spiritual giftings in that, uh, specifically, within my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance, which is more from a Christian perspective. But I went ahead and put that on there, too. There's a ton of content for the Mythos group as well. So it just depends on how much you want to invest, you know, either way. So, um, but yeah, I don't think you can go wrong either way. But um, we did have a sister talk about this weekend about how the, the charisma spiritual gifting section was just really helping her alchemize, like, her actual gifts and really like work through them and see ones that she didn't even know about and kind of redevelop her own view of like what her purpose is. So, uh, that was a really cool testimony and I'm just, I can't believe the testimonies coming out of that. So anyway, Rebecca, I'd love to have you either way, um, on either tier. So let's see. Hey, absolutely interesting fellow. Um, great comment. God tells me you don't have to do anything or be anyone. That's like a really, really deep truth. And I and thank you for sharing that, my friend. Um, that's one of the things like the Bhagavad Gita taught me as I read through it. Um, is like no expectations. Being here in the moment now. Like we are all looking for something. Like I've got to identify with this. I've got to do something. And really ultimately like of course we're going to go out and do something. Of course we're going to go build something, build a life for ourselves. Of course we're going to be somebody, whatever. But ultimately there's no happiness in that. There might be progress in that, but there's no like happiness. And the ultimate, I think, happiness and the ultimate way to find that love is to just be here now. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, George Harrison, be here now. Um so yeah, you don't have to do anything or be anyone. And ultimately, um, what did these things want all through the Bible times and stuff? They wanted people to be a certain way, do a certain thing, offer something specific. Um, and I wanted to get into, um, you know, Enoch here, when you read it in the, um, Hebrew, it says Enoch walked with God. God here is Elohim which means gods or the supreme god magistrates. So um, not all the time when it says Elohim do we understand it as plural and not all the time do we understand it as the supreme god. I honestly argue, and the, the more I come into understanding of this and study it, that really that Elohim is kind of a generic term for the force, the spirit, whatever. Uh, but mostly I see that it's used um, as kind of the council of gods. And um, Dr. Michael Heiser talked a lot about this, God rest his soul. Um, one of my favorite mentors, he actually doing his books um, on the book of Enoch called Reversing Herman, God rest your soul, my friend. Um, but he really helped unlock a lot of this stuff in me. Now, he didn't teach what I teach here, but he caught me going on like, wait a minute, Enoch is legit. Like what, why am I not reading Enoch in church? Well, yeah, because it's like points out a lot of the weird stuff and it points out the watchers coming down on Mount Hermon and all of these things. So, um, that's kind of how I, uh, I got into this ultimately is, you know, he very much inspired me. So, 
one of my late great mentors, uh, recently, um, passed away. I can't remember when, but, um, really, really, really devastated with that, honestly, because he, man, he had some great stuff. So, um, let's see, uh, Greg says you're doing great material. I've never been a religious person, but I've opened my mind to it. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that, my friend. And, and I think that's one thing that I'm definitely not is religious here. And, um, I'm, I'm too religious for the new age and too new age for the religious. So there you go. So we just kind of created our own niche here, the supernatural niche. That's what we're in. So. Uh, but yeah, Enoch walked with God and he was no more because God had taken him away. Like what a weird thing to even put in the Bible, right? Like, um, and then we get into second Kings here and it says, as they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire with horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up into heaven in a whirlwind. So we're talking about Elijah going up now. And again, I'm I'm kind of talking about the idea of the prophets having some sort of origin of their genetic makeup or whatever. I'm not talking about their race or anything like that. I'm just talking about like somehow they were chosen, somehow I believe they were engineered by the gods, the angels, the fallen angels, whatever you want to call them. You know, there's so many interchangeable terms. And by the way, there are only fallen angels if you're on one side of the coin. If you're on the other side, then they are the holy angels, right? So like you have to understand like what's the difference. You can literally even look at Jesus himself because we saw that he ascended. Then you see the Lucifer verse that connects to him about him being the one that fell from heaven to come back to earth into the 3D and illuminate the hearts and minds of everyone against the God of the Old Testament. Um, and so like he could ultimately be called a fallen angel as well. Now, personally, I am a devotee of Jesus. Um, I believe that he came with essentially the ultimate message to unify an understanding of the self. And I think a lot of people talk about him like he came to unify everybody and he came, of course he came for everybody, but his message was literally fire. It's seeds of fire that literally burn away your ego. It burns away karma. It burns away all the belief systems. It burns away religion. It burns away tradition. It burns away the economic. It burns away the political. It burns away the construct, the matrix. And ultimately, that is what I believe the words and the message of Jesus was. Um, and, and obviously, has a lot of Hindu and Buddhist roots within his message as well, if you study any of those traditions. Um, and I just, I believe it. I love it. I practice it. Um, ultimately, I'm just scratching the tip of the iceberg with what I want to not just build, but what I want to experience. Like I want to really alchemize all of this. I want to go deeper. I want to understand more. I want to hear more testimonies. I want to build a bigger community and experience more people and more energy for what we're doing. Um, and just watch more people become illuminated. And for me, if I'm illuminating within myself, if I'm healing within myself, if I'm deconstructing within myself, if I'm opening up my mind, if I'm finding love and happiness and joy and peace, then my brother and my sisters are, and that's all of you guys. So that's what I'm going to do. That's my commitment. Show up here every day, be real with you guys, share what I see on the pages of, from scripture to stories, to histories, to mythologies and, and everything in between ultimately continue to authentically explore the paranormal and supernatural realms. And I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, I'll take a few comments before I jump off. So dude, love that. Melissa truth that travels says I consider myself next age. Yeah. I like that. Like next gen, uh, kind of like all the video game consoles are going next gen. Now you're next age. I dig that. Um, Let's see. Ogre Vamp says, you need to really read the Bible. Man, if you knew how much I'd read the Bible. I used to teach the Bible. Um, I've gone through many different theological courses of study and mentorships. And like, I'm telling you, uh, yeah, I probably know the Bible better than a lot of people that come across this channel. 
Um, and I know there's some that know it a lot better than me. So I'm not saying I'm a scholar in this, but I definitely am not some guy that's just talking about this from like a secondhand point of view. I lived, breathed, ate, slept every different translation of the Bible I could for the last 30 years of my life. Ever since I could read, ever since I could go to Sunday school. I was the kid that actually wanted to go. Like, I literally, this was all that ever mattered to me. Like, it, it felt like the highest work I could do by sitting there and learning in Sunday school. Like, um, I was ADD as heck, but, you know, I just loved it, guys. And so this is not coming from some guy that just woke up one day and was like, I think I'm going to speak against the boy. I'm not speaking against anything. I'm just sharing my experience. It's literally my experience. So, uh, we need to get back to nature. Uh, great, great question. Interesting fellow, uh, says, do we need to get back to nature slash garden of Eden to ascend like Enoch? So if you look in the Sumerian mythologies, uh, the garden of Eden is actually a breeding farm. It's a prison. Um, and so I think a lot of people use the Garden of Eden today as like, oh, it's this beautiful place. And really like what Jesus said and, and Buddha and Krishna is like the kingdom of God is within you, not not outside of you. It was never a place. It was never this manifest thing on earth. You've always been in a prison and in, in the beginning you had the Garden of Eden because it was like a terrarium where you had everything you needed right there to optimize breeding habits and continue to allow these gods to perfect their genetic property here on this earth so that they could uh, do whatever they needed to. I don't even know what their agenda was. I mean, you can ask yourself all day long, but I don't think they told anybody. You know, I don't think they played that. Uh, they showed their hand like that is what I'm saying. So ultimately, we have to guess. And then ultimately, we have to go, hey, is that really the agenda I want to be a part of? Or maybe do I want to be a part of like what Christ was speaking of and be a part of the Christ myself ultimately. So that's kind of where I approach it is like, I'm not looking for a garden of Eden. I love nature because nature is where all the uh, electrochemical and uh, electromagnetic properties, everything is connected. And if you've ever opened your third eye, you can literally see like the electrical connections between things. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if you get out in that, then you're definitely exposed to a lot more of that authentic energy it's emanating from source because it's not built on the technologies of the fallen angels. So, um, if that makes sense. So, uh, Daisy may great question is the awakening a download from aliens. So the way I understand it is that there are two factions, um, many, many, many different ones, but two factions of angelic beings or, uh, extraterrestrials and that one of them is what would be considered the NAA negative alien agenda that would be things like the Yahweh the Yaldabaoth the Demiurge Enlil from the Sumerian mythologies and then there are the entities of light or what you would call the Luciferian factions of extraterrestrials which would be uh, manifestations like Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita, it would be like Buddha, it would be like uh, Jesus um, or Yeshua. Um, so you would have those type of you know individuals that are uh, incarnations or avatars of that higher intelligence, that uh, faction of extraterrestrials. I go much deeper on this, and I'm going to be getting deeper into some super metaphysical stuff. But one of the things that I've been working with for a while now. I think it was when I read the Bhagavad Gita, I went, wait a minute. So if this supreme being can just manifest however it needs to, however we want to see it, that means our ego can project a false image of it. Like, not just project it, but literally create it where it is actually in control of this world because the lower vibration continues to fall in vibration. Um... No, I haven't, Melissa. I'll go check that out. Great question, though. Uh, Tyler says, uh, do you think when Enoch went to be with God, uh, he went into deep meditation and body wasted away? So that would be considered the rainbow light body. And like that's kind of the practice that Jesus was doing with the 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. Um, you know, that deep, deep med meditation of spiritual enlightenment and heightenment. I don't recommend it, by the way. Um, I can't even go a day without a meal. So um, when Enoch was taken up, 
Enoch was, according to the scripture, literally taken up. Um, also, if you look at the Sumerian mythology, Noah, and I can't remember, I, uh, I cannot remember the actual name in the Sumerian mythology, but the same character of Noah in the Sumerian mythology is the half-son or the hybrid son of Enki, who is the brother of Enlil, which is the god of this world, and Enki is the light bearer, the Lucifer in that story, to bring light and say, hey, I'm going to save humanity. Like, what does that sound like to you guys? These are these are the stories that someone who's steeped in doctrinal dogma just cannot even, like, fathom that this could all be connected. And that's no disrespect against them because I was literally there, like, you know, 10 years ago, you could have argued with me all day long. And by the way, 10 years ago, I hated myself. 10 years ago, I was, uh, all I wanted to do was smoke cigarettes, drink, um, spend every waking moment I had in what I thought was creative endeavors, but really I was just distracting myself and continuing to hurt my mind and my body. Um, and flash forward to 10 years later, here I am. I still don't know anything, but I at least love myself for the first time in my entire life because I know that I am the child of God, the child of the mother and the father and I am the third part of that trinity that is often ignored by the religious rites, um, that we are that child of God. So, right, we have come a long way. Melissa said, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, I'm lucky my wife stayed with me. You know, I just, um, lucky I have any friends left from that time in my life, you know. Got a handful of them. Love you guys. Um, but no, I was not not someone I was proud of. I would not like me if I met me 10 years ago. I don't think anybody would. I mean, I think if you're really honest with yourself and you're really doing work to better yourself and it's, and it's important to you, then I think ultimately nobody likes themselves 10 years ago. And I think we all feel like it's unique to us, but ultimately the 10 year ago version of you should look a hell of a lot different than the today version of you. If you've done any amount of work on mindset, spirituality, enlightenment, like if you went through the awakening in 2020 and went, wait a minute, then you changed a lot. If not, then what are you waiting for? You know, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do, but I'm just saying, if you're watching this and it strikes you at all as, well, what's that about? I want to know more or I don't agree with him, but crap, maybe he's right. That's really weird then maybe keep looking because I, I beg that we find what we seek. If we seek money, we'll find it. If we seek enlightenment, we'll find it. If we seek a judgmental God and a way to be forgiven, we'll find it. If we seek um, a God that loves us no matter what, we'll find it. If we seek a God that is neither in flesh nor in this 3D world, but is somehow within us connected through time and space outside of, the 3d reality then we'll find it like we're the co-creators of the universe and i think that that's one of the common themes that runs through all of these stories no matter what even when there's a focus on a specific type of god within that i think the ultimate kind of truth that runs through all of these is there's always some prophet some messenger at some point in the matrix saying wait a minute you don't know what you are do you you've forgotten who you are it's in movies, it's in books, it's everywhere, guys. It's everywhere. And we just we just don't have eyes to see it, but we can today. So open them. I think this alien's cute. I like to think he's part of the uh the light bearer faction or what we call the Galactic Federation of Light. But um anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. I'm gonna go see my wife now. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you, Melissa. You have a great day. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, all my Mythos crew and my Charisma crew. We had a few uh, Charisma members in here today as well. Thank you, guys. Uh, love you all. Rebecca, thank you so much. Uh, Rebecca says, what's scary is the people uh, not seeking. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, there's always those what we call NPCs or bots or Agent Smiths or whatever uh, that are all kind of just going through life. And so ultimately... Um, I hope that we can all pull the uh, pull the sunglasses off and 
and view that light authentically. So I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, don't forget, please, please consider supporting what we're doing here as a community. I love you guys so much. www.cubacooker.com. We have the silver and the gold level now, the mythos and the charisma level um, in correlation there. So the mythos is the silver level. The charisma is the gold level. Just try to make it super simple. You can pick one of the two tiers and support me on a monthly basis. I would love it, love it, love it. So thank you guys. I appreciate every single one of you and all the connections we've made through this. Here is to the next chapter. I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.